did you see did you see um, Trump saying I love the Italians yeah yeah. Oh, I wow. love the Italians no. what was he talking about Italians. I have no idea but he's talking about I think I think he might have been talking about how they're the good I like immigrants mm, yeah um, <laughs> Italians are the good immigrants I think he might have been saying that they're whoa, the good whoa, ones yeah. they, let's find whoa. oh yeah but, for sure yeah. yeah much of a chance those Italians I love the Italians Oh, also, well, we're talking about Italians. I think it's long overdue to call out the entire Italian culinary experience for cultural appropriation. Oh, like, you know, they didn't have fucking tomatoes. Yeah, they didn't. Like, that that was some fucking Turtle Island shit. All right. You know, step up off. I agree. All right. I'm glad I cleared the air on that one. Fuck the Italians. (laughs) Especially those Italian Americans, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Get them out of here. Societies that grew up in um, peninsulas, Florida, Italy, Cape Cod, Cape Cod. Yeah. And I mean, what are Greeks but the Italian trailer park, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say it every time I have a a chance to. No one believes me, but it is canon, according to Nintendo Power magazine. Okay. That Wario and Waluigi are Greek. Oh, that's fucked up. Whoa, that's a little. They're Greek. Whoa. Their last that's problematic. Their, like their last name is Papadopoulos. <laughs> no, it's not. It's something like that. You're making that up. I think if like this had been common knowledge at the time, it would have totally changed how the Greeks were treated by Angela Merkel. Yeah, that's, yeah <laughs> if everyone that's would, you know, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would love to see a uh, a re a redo of uh, the movie 300, but just Waluigi and Wario. Oh, oh yeah. You know, yeah, Battle of Thermopylae. Brilliant. Yeah. Love that. It's a me, Spartacus. No, wait, that's, <laughs> that's Spartacus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's also not three hundred. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. That that's was, right. it was funny anyway. Fle- no, it was. That's I all agree. that matters. Leonidas, Leonidas, right? Leonidas. Leonidas. Oh well, pff. sure. Or that. <laughs> all right, let's explain the sonorous voice voice of our guest, uh, Ashley. Welcome back to the show. Thanks, guys. I'm so glad to be here. I think this is like my third or fourth time. Yeah our, so, yeah, our 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 expert all things um children. Yeah, yeah, all things vagina related. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to talk about that. <laughs> which yeah. feels right, which feels right for me. Well, nice. So we're going to be talking about the Bird at Birth Center closing uh here in a little bit, but as always, we have lots of uplifting news to bring to you first. Of course. Of course. Did you guys see the um uh we we fi- they, we, we finally did it, folks. We're sending um cluster munitions to ukraine because that country just isn't fucked up enough you know the things that like blow up children because Mm -hmm. they find these little bomblets and they look like toys and then they detonate and blow up the child yeah yeah ukraine's getting them hell yeah and uh you know what i couldn't be couldn't be prouder of our nation and they're not even gonna make Zelensky get in one of those money machines money (laughs) machines and just like try to grab at it for how many he gets it's fucked up yeah yeah, and I, I think I, I saw the, the like the the press conference for it. Like, don't worry, they're not going to be used in cities. <laughs> it was like oh, so good. only rural oh, yeah, children, only will rural be blown, children. Will yeah, be only farm kids. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, that's it. That's all. Don't worry, we're only banning the big gulp in New York City, so yeah. you hogs upstate can get whatever size you want. <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> oh man, Andy Cuomo's like. Uh, I've learned not to fuck with North Country. <laughs> Honestly. It's very bad. Bring him back. Uh, man. Yeah. There's, uh, there's 
the the uh, uh, Ukraine situation still not good. Still no, no. Nothing, and it's like I no guess good news coming out of that never place. gonna end. I mean, why would it? Right? No. Like, I, well, there's no financial incentive for yeah, it to end. Yeah. So. I mean, Boris Johnson already kind of put the kibosh on on ending the the Ukraine war like a year ago. Before almost. the kibosh was put on him. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sad. How they did him dirty like that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Too bad. Too bad. So sad. All right. So uh, uh, today's uh, agenda. Today's agenda. We, we have. Uh, oh, Welcome um, to the meeting. Yeah, Welcome to yeah. the Iron <laughs> meeting. I yeah. hope you guys are all, all right. uh, excited. Uh, first to bullet attend. point. Yeah. Old business is. Um, Cops acting badly. This is old business. Naughty. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got two two instances: one Poughkeepsie, one here in Troy, and then and then we're going to talk about the Burdett Birth Center. Which, if you're not local, if you are local, you've probably encountered this news. But um, and if you're not local, you've I, you will encounter this news shortly because yeah. it's happening in a bunch of other places. Yeah, it'll too, ha- so. it's happening everywhere. Coming to a place near you. Yeah, it's like the the free market continues to innovate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, into into stra- strange and new forms as, continues yeah. to make historic investments. Yeah, historic yeah. As investments. goes Troy. Yeah, so goes the nation. Yes. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we're talking about uh, uh, closing the only birthing center in our county. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can just like hold it in till you get to uh, to <laughs> Albany Medical Center. Well, you know, like the 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 uh, invisible hand of the free market is actually the hand of God. Yeah, and God gives uh, his toughest battles to his uh, mightiest warriors. So if yeah. you're from upstate so New York people. and you have a uterus. Yep. You're the mightiest warrior in uh, all of New York. Wow. Toughest battles to the worst insured. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but first, uh, Poughkeepsie settles a civil lawsuit uh, for $400,000 where um, a cop like suplexed a 12 year old. Mm-hmm. It's really, the, the video is really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, he just picks this girl up and just throws, throws her, her on the ground. And she's small. On she's, the street. It's like on concrete. On the street, wow. on okay. concrete. Yeah. Um, her sister, so like what happened was he came in trying to break up a fight that had already, that had already dissipated and he's screaming, uh, profanities at all these children. And so, yeah. And so this 12 year old girl cusses back at him and, um, he decides to arrest her and she obviously does not want to be arrested. And so he picks her up by her arm. And like shoulder and just flip like flips her and slams her on the ground. We should we should say that this officer's name is the most racist name I've okay. ever heard. Kevin Van Wagner. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. 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 That's tough. So that's the, so in a way it's he was not almost his fault. faded. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah. it's almost not his fault because you have like some weird Dutch German name. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say that's yeah. like Dutch fuck your sister name. Yeah, yeah that's cool, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, so I mean this Pig probably would have done this regardless of what laws had been passed, but wasn't there a law that was passed that, like, cussing at an officer is, like, a crime or a felony during, like, the BLM, like, It's uh, it's a a crime to harass an officer. Okay, so he probably... And harassment is obviously not defined. Yeah, that would never be clearly defined. Was that here, in New York? That was in New York. New York? And it was, I think it happened somewhere in the Capitol District. It was somebody, like, flipping the bird at the cops was the case that went to... Maybe it was the state court. I don't know if it but, went yeah. to, through the court system or if it was just legislation. I can't remember. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was uh, made a law to harass should, law enforcement. It should make a law where like anything that happened, any laws around like behaving around cops automatically happens to fast food workers. I feel like that would solve oh, a lot shit. of problems, right? So like then, huh. so now <laughs> you can also 
like be arrested for like cursing out the Taco Bell employee because right. they don't have any Baja Blast. But you know, I think that that state law is basically null and void because the federal court system has decided many, many times that you that freedom of speech includes the right to harass a police officer. Like you can scream profanities at a cop, you can give them the bird, you can say fuck the police. All of those are protected speech, and that's been tested in the courts many times. Yeah. Well, so, we haven't tested it with this one. Right. So. Well, send get, her get up. on it. Get on it. You <laughs> yeah. guys all need to be flipping the bird at the cops yeah. more often. Yeah. Uh, all of us, truly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so the uh, Poughkeepsie, um, they're not using their insurance. They're just straight up paying this family $400,000. Right out of the city coffers. Right out of the city coffers for this. Yeah. So, well, they do have all that extra tax down there. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's how they're affording it. The city does not admit liability in making the settlement. The I mean, settlement agreement reflects the party's compromise and settlement of disputed claims. That's what the council. This is also said. a city not dissimilar from Troy. They got caught doing their city their city dirty with uh, the lead pipe situation down oh, there too. Right, so yeah. I don't know how much money they really have to to fuck with. So it's sort of surprising they're not using insurance. But yeah. I'll, I'll I've said this for years. I'll say it again: personal liability insurance to cops. I don't know why more municipalities don't yeah. get on board with this. Like, yeah. make these assholes pay pay for their crimes. Like you make doctors do it. I don't understand. There have been a couple of cities that have pursued it. It's a legal gray area. Nobody's really quite sure if it's legal to do it. Um, yeah, but I don't see why it wouldn't. Because if you're a CPA, you have to have li- uh, limited liability insurance. If you are. Yeah. Um, a a lot, all kinds of a doctor, yeah. all if kinds of if businesses. If you're an engineer, if you're you know like just doing like uh, you know consulting engineering, do, you like architects do have to have limited yeah. liability for a good reason. Yeah, uh, yeah. Would it surprise anyone that uh, a Van Wagner Group um, guy is um, also the president of the Poughkeepsie PBA? No, it oh, doesn't. Not no. at all. Uh, hey. Oh, well, huge surprise that. there. Yeah, yeah. I guess benevolence is subjective. <laughs> Benevolence for whom is really the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good point. Good point. All right. Yeah, that's wild. So that's fucked up. He also dislocated her sister's shoulder. Yeah, like because her sister tried to kind of get in the fray and like pull this cop off of her little sister, tiny twelve-year-old yeah. sister. Yeah. So he dislocated her shoulder. Um. Yeah. Very bad. He's a big dude. These are little girls. Jesus. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. And and it's obviously they're black. I we probably yeah. should have said that from the outset. Yeah, these are two like very young black girls. So I should say also after they did that, they then arrested them and brought them to the police station without calling their parents and got them no medical. Yeah. No, nobody looked them over to make sure they yeah. were okay. Like yeah, they just brought them to the police center and kept them there for hours without their parents. Yeah. So that's um kidnapping. Kidnapping. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's nothing really else to say that other than now they, they got $400,000 for that ordeal, which, you know, it's like, um, yeah, not, I, it's, it's, it's so weird guess, to guess. It's a life-changing the amount of money. Yeah. Some still on the force. Yes. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, yeah. he's the president of the PBA. Of yeah. Course. Yeah. Of yeah course. Nothing, nothing's happening to that course. guy. Yeah. Yeah. It is a life-changing amount of money. It's also, it's just. It's so, it's such a weird... It's a life-changing injury. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like such a strange idea that we're just like, okay, we fucked up. Here's a bunch of money. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's such a weird... It's very strange. I, w- I will say, though, like, in response to this, like, one of the most progressive things that you could possibly do in whatever little city or municipality that you live in is to try and pass pass one of these things by uh, referendum, if you can. Like, we tried it in Minneapolis and we lost, but like... You should try it. I think when you, like, present the argument to folks about personal liability insurance by saying, like, 
You don't want to pay for that. Most people will have a conversation with you about the shit they don't want to pay for. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so I just think like if somebody were to really think uh, thoughtfully about what a campaign like this could look like and then send it around and folks just like duplicate it. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. Like that seems like inspiring work to me because yeah. this would actually make a difference. It's well, a good it's a good um middle ground for a lot of like liberals who are critical of the police but very turned off by defund the police. Mm-hmm. I think that it's like a nice to them it's a very reasonable approach to the problem of policing because everybody understands the concept of becoming uninsurable, right? That's why we are careful drivers, that's why we're careful homeowners, that's why we, you know, you become uninsurable when you prove yourself to be such a liability. <laughs> that's why it's called liability insurance. Mm-hmm. Um and and that makes sense to most kind of like rational people who are in any way critical of police. Yeah. Uh, who would we have to twist the arm of locally to like get a referendum like on the ballot well, so a referendum in New York state requires um uh you, uh signatures of ten percent of the amount of people that came out for the last gubernatorial election oh shit, so you take how many people voted for the governor in the last election take 10% of that, you need that many signatures on a petition, and then you turn that into the county, and then they put it, uh, put your thing on the ballot. Which for us would probably be like three or four thousand dollars, three or four thousand dollars. Would be. Three or four thousand signatures. Um, we might be able to get that with three or four thousand dollars. Yeah, right. yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Just pay a dollar per signature. Yeah. It Have can you, be done, though. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the guy that, uh, you, uh, that, uh, uh, uh through the last election, right? Like they're still on the job, right? Like the 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 people that uh um the the like Republican election commissioner. Yeah. Oh, right? Jason. Yeah. Some, yeah. 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 Like he's still working there. So Absolutely. Like, so you could just like, like be like, hey man, you know, like I mean, one one, one more for old time's sake. <laughs> I mean, let's say you wanted to get two thousand signatures. Let's be super like you know um, lowball it. Sure. You would need a massive force of door knockers. Like oh, yeah. you would have to have so many. It, at least 20. you would need people to set up yeah. at the farmers market. You would need people to set up on busy streets during weekdays, during lunchtime when people are walking around. And you would need hundreds of people to knock on doors yeah. to even knock on enough doors to even talk to that many people, let alone get all of them to sign. I do the farmers market. I hate door knocking, but stopping people before they spend too much money on eggs. Yeah, the problem yeah. with our farmers market is because we've been there been there's been tabling for Burdette there. You'd be surprised how many of these folks don't they even don't live, live in, in the county. They oh, just, yeah. they visit yeah. right. Mm-hmm. It's the only time Albany, that yeah. they approve of Troy is when they can come to the farmers market. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's a fucking by eight dollars sunflowers. Yeah. Yeah. right. Exactly. We, we could table at uh, Zombie Giuliani shows. We get like twenty. Each, each 20 show. skateboard yeah. kids are yeah. gonna sign this <laughs> little <Yeah>. by little <laughs> toddler mosh pit that's right like, hey, you look 18 <laughs> um speaking of cops yeah more cops yeah let's do it here's more troy officer alleged to have been speeding at time of fatal crash <gasps> please tell us the speed david yeah um nearly 90 miles per hour in a three mile per hour zone incredible shocking shocking yeah. i've certainly never seen that happen um with ever. my own eyes no ever. and this is based no. on surveillance from the mcdonald's right yeah and so this was very late at night it was what around like midnight i think mm-hmm. yeah we covered this when it happened it was, it was really a monty pizza uh delivery yeah. driver yeah. Uh, who had multiple jobs three kids yeah yeah, yeah. Fr- fresh baby twins yeah like oh infant gosh. twins yeah he's a 30 year old 
uh man named uh uh, uh Sabia Alawaki. And uh he was uh at the corner of uh Husik and fifteenth, I think it was. And um just you see the cars are just like absolutely really annihilated. Bad. Yeah, like, and yeah. they cause damage to that that pizza shop, Kitty Corner to the McDonald's. Right. As yeah. well. It's all boarded up now. Yeah. yeah. Um that, that that pizza just a little tangent. That pizza shop is very cool because I remember the entire time that I went to RPI and like I was just like the whole time we've lived here for like over a decade. It has changed names and owners like six times, seven yeah. times. Are and you it, telling me that a corner lot on yeah. Hoosick Street can't be successful? <laughs> That's crazy, David. Yeah, it, I, I just like it's like the pizza does not get any better or worse. It's just like the exact same <laughs> shitty pizza uh, from just a wide range of like different like, owners and brands. Owners and brands. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's awful. We love it though. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. But Amante's. Don't want to confuse anyone. Not some of the best, pizza, some of the yeah. best pizza in the capital region, yeah. I think. The better, better for yeah. sure. Yeah, affordable. Yeah, and aff- affordable for sure. I will give you that absolutely. Yeah, yeah. D- uh, David Portnoy, I'm calling you out. Do not fucking eat Amante's pizza. <laughs> yeah, and if you God. do, don't talk about it. <laughs> As they don't want to have to put in like some sort of like 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 reservation three days ahead, yeah, you know, like seventy two hours in advance. Yeah. To get some goddamn pizza. Sean did turn me on to the like mac and cheese bites that they have, which oh, are yeah. Oh, yeah. really disgusting. Oh, they're good. so fucking bad. <laughs> oh my god, they're, they're great. They're frozen Cisco. They're, they're, they're fantastic. Disgusting, yeah. right? It's wonderful. Love it. So this uh, speed estimate is from the McDonald's security footage. Is that correct? I believe it is, yeah. Uh, there, it, It's a... Uh, yeah. Get the actual thing in here. There was like a Reddit um, uh, argument. They're like, you can't determine the speed of something from like surveillance. But it was like, oh my God. It's literal so math. You absolutely <laughs> yeah. can. It's called math. People do it all the fucking time. Velocity is I think distance there's over physics. time. Distance over time. That's it. Yeah. So the, the atter- this is from the article. The attorney's investigators also analyzed security video from a McDonald's restaurant at the intersection that they said captured the crash and that based on informal analysis... Which just means they weren't wearing ties when they were looking at the video. Um, Business casual yeah, analysis. Right. Yeah, yeah. No monocles <laughs> right. involved. Yeah. Uh, and beach attire analysis. They mm-hmm. believe the police SUV was traveling at roughly 80 miles an hour when it struck Alawaki's video. By uh, the way, a fucking vehicle. SUV yeah. going yeah. that yeah. fast. Yeah. And, and all and the cops have SUVs now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, right. It is a hill. Yeah. It's a hill. So, yeah. like, if you are driving and you you pull up to that um green light and you're just planning to just turn like normal and you don't happen to hear the sirens which if you're traveling at that rate of speed it's totally possible that those sirens sound really far off to you yeah because they fucking are at that point mm-hmm. and you can't you look down and you can't see shit because it's all uphill so 15th street is like at the top of that hill yeah Why but, they, but they also say that they interviewed several witnesses who told them that they did not hear a siren so he didn't have why they, should they say it on here? No, they never do. A police vehicle be able to travel at an unsafe speed for a city municipality? Why like, should they be allowed to? Yeah, like shouldn't because they, have, they like, do mechanical, whatever they want? I know, but shouldn't there be like a mechanical governor in there that's like, yeah. oh no, if you're going this fast and like you're in a city, which you are because you're a city 
cop vehicle, uh, you're creating more risk than you could possibly be, um, you know, minimizing. By Why don't you want them the to be able to promptly respond to emergencies, Chris? <laughs> right. Like they always Those do. Those things that have already happened that, that yeah. rushing to obviously yeah. obfuscates, right? Makes like, it better. Yeah. 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 This one was a, um, a domestic abuse call, right? Yeah. Allegedly. It, was, allegedly. it was allegedly a domestic abuse call, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, uh, um, the car sustained $17,000 in damages. That just means it's, it's totaled. totaled. <laughs> yes. Um, although I don't know with car prices these days. No, those are probably like $60,000, $70,000 SUVs. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, like putting the rumble, uh, siren in there. I'm sure that is, yeah. uh, cheap. I mean, they might total it anyway, but yeah. these are like whatever the most souped up like yeah, for Nas tank, that's probably another three grand. I mean, how do you, how are they supposed to get <laughs> up to 90 miles have, an hour? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, now, I mean, there's well, and also equipped in these vehicles are a bunch of data recorders that capture a bunch of information. And computers, you, yeah, you, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But surprisingly, but none of that has been released. Yeah, turns yeah. out it wasn't on. Yeah, um, you know, it's on, it's on when it helps, but yeah. it's I, off when it hurts. Yeah. I just imagine it's sort of like, uh, did you guys catch that story about Eric Adams, like, lying about uh, a fellow fallen oh, yeah. officer's, yeah. like, oh, portrait, like, picture that he's had in his wallet for decades? <laughs> yeah. I just imagine in Troy, it's the same thing. Like, right now, they have all this, and they're like, okay, somebody has to accidentally spill coffee <laughs> on all of the, all, all of this, these recording devices. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's funny you say coffee, because that Eric Adams photo, like, they in intentionally like yes. aged it with like with coffee, coffee and, yeah. and like, stuff yeah literally what i was doing for my 10th grade like <sighs> literature project yeah. yeah to make an aged bottle of wine like yeah, yeah. And, I, and i don't mean and i don't i don't mean to like di- like send us on a tangent but yeah. like god oh, no, we your never do staffers that show. Yeah, love do to that. talk shit about you bro yeah yeah you, none of these hoes are loyal to yeah, you true. yeah not a one of them like yeah. this is not the bloomberg administration and kids al- and also why do you need to involve anyone other than yourself like print cut with scissors yes roll it up yeah, into a ball a couple times city resources <laughs> for that come like, on i want to know which staffer goes to his house in jersey and um lays out all of his his like nike slides for him yeah. that's yeah. the staffer i want to to dm with that, that is ultimately like the the achilles heel of of like political leaders right is that like they they can't do anything for themselves right they always have to have someone else do it I mean, for them that's what being a leader is yeah yeah it's delegation it just, yeah like i, I it's just like a couple th- like at least one of your scams should be like your own like pet project right and like yeah. i feel like that would have been an obtainable one is just take a, a fake photo and make it look old and say that that's like someone that said like i love you before he stepped into a pile of bullets or something yeah but this is a guy who made story his, is this is a guy it. who made his career in the nypd so yeah. i mean laziness is built into it that's fair sure. yeah. yeah but i mean like one place that they do exert some like effort is making up stories that make them look good right <laughs> like, like they're, they're all basically evidence. creative writing majors like the, all, yeah. the whole nypd um, like every <laughs> all, all police departments they're all uh, this is the worst thing you could say about them they're liberal arts like majors right is they're all just making up stories like that's well, that's what they're good know, at they're, they're like stem lords when they're talking about kinetic situations right yeah yeah, yeah. The midnight guys generally don't go to calls with their lights and sirens on simply because traffic is so light. 
is a, a according to um, well they should yeah because yeah. yeah. light traffic doesn't mean no traffic well and also like i mean not not to get all uh urban planner on you but like the 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 most dangerous intersections yes. Yes. are ones that are very very have very very high posted speed limits and are inter- have intermittent traffic because yeah. that's exactly what happens you're like oh it doesn't seem like there's anything there and then you go and then you fucking get pla- you, you drive know, that intersection T-bones. every day and there's yeah. really cars and then yeah. yeah and then there is yeah, and for yeah. every time you drive on Hoosick, you I mean, I, I I've countless times have I seen accidents that's uh, that's holding up traffic or those massive like tanker trucks that hold like gasoline and other things that are like way too big to just like be up and like just up and, and down tiny 45 street, yeah. miles an hour. I mean, it's it's already dangerous without any of this other There's yeah, typically stuff in the mix. at least one pedestrian that dies on Hoosick every yeah. year. Yeah. And um also they, they did this to Danny uh, from Weatherwood, and oh, the yeah. only reason that he survived was one: the cop probably didn't have a long enough runway to get to ninety miles an hour. Two: Danny's built like the rock, yeah. so yeah. he can just take a gigantic hit like that and lose his memory, but like his body survives. Um, and uh, three: he was in a fucking work van that got like rolled. Oh yeah, and like so he was just in a big framed like high you know momentum heavy mass vehicle um and like he's still trying to get a settlement from the city um and they've basically said that he was in the wrong even though they he was put going, him at fault yeah even though he was going uh straight through a green just like this person was wow. and just got t-boned it, it, how it, many years ago was that uh three, three. Yeah. yeah it was like oh. just after like the the um, first wave of COVID or something. Yeah, first right? wave yeah. of COVID, wow. summer of uh, George Floyd yeah. protests. Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and I, I've heard some things allegedly that uh, the cop, when this does happen to cops, and there's a third, or fourth, and fifth time that that this has happened, uh, when when they uh, hit you with their car, they give you a ticket uh, and say like it'll go away if you don't press charges, basically. So just like kind of. Make sure that you, you they have something over you before, uh, before that happens. I and um, there's one really fucked up thing about this story, and then maybe I think that's pretty much all I, I could think of to say about it is that this guy was an, an Iraqi immigrant, like he survived our um, like, destroying our of forever his war. Country. Yeah, yeah, our forever war. Yeah, like we destroyed his country, and then he came to ours and um. And tried people. to make it his, and yeah. we uh, and a cop just kind of like drove into him and his people. We're yeah. talking about a million deaths. Like yeah. was, that's that's how many people died, yeah. and we don't ever talk about that. So, yeah, that is like that. Those that is a a really fucked up bookend, but yeah, really sad. The intersection is universally recognized by every police officer in the city. If you are traveling up or down Fifteenth Street or Hoosick Street, you stop at Fifteenth. You don't just slow down you don't tap the brakes what except when you do, except when you don't do any of that right yeah, yeah. and I, I like the idea that the cops are like well you know at night they're really considerate so they don't do policy yeah and it's like you you have to do that like, you, you have to put you if you're going 80 that. miles an hour you have to put on your siren yeah yeah that 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 uh that quote was um an unnamed uh, a, a law enforcement yeah, yeah. source sure. from the city. Cool. 
Yeah, and um, I'll just say too, shout out, this is fucking Sue Steele's district, and we yeah. haven't heard uh, anything, anything from her, so... Don't expect to. Well, when this first happened, Fuck Sue Steele said that she hadn't heard anything about, like, the danger, like, oh, music okay. being dangerous at all. Like, that well, that was, like, not... It was news that was, to her, That was yeah. news to her, so... Oh, and um, checking in with um, something we brought up before, Emily Men lost to Sue Steele for the primary for city council president. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, is Men By still, a lot. Yeah, is <laughs> no, Men the still Democratic in the, the race? Sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. Is Men still in the race for city council? She no. Didn't, no, no, you can only run for one. You oh, can't run for both. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, she got rocked. It sounds like it sounds like from my understanding, it's a it's a hit job from the Democratic Committee. Yeah. To well, Emily. I mean, which is also, where that TU piece came from. Sure. Which but, is cool. I think it's cool. The thing that won't happen because they're absolutely worthless. The the Democratic Committee is that they won't pr- they won't do the same type of hit job as this goes into the general. Like they won't have they won't have the balls to do that, and that's sad. To a Republican, yeah. Yeah, they, they would never. They would never. Yeah. They'll play nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's also no daylight between them. They want the same shit. They don't actually argue about any policy. Like if you go to a city council meeting. It's still it's a power like, struggle, though. I mean, but that's they, the question. It's like it's for not, what? For well, like, you know, for, for fun? Like, for like literally, to like, have to be invited to dinner parties. I don't <laughs> know. I mean, yeah, to feel important to be in, in a the small click. town. Yeah. yeah, to be in the clique. Yeah. Nope, just a bunch of chickens, cocking, you know, squawking at each other. So, yep. All right. All right. Well, that's do you want to talk about what's happening at Samaritan? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I need to know. Okay. Are the ba- are the babies okay? Are the are the birthing mothers okay? No, nobody involved in a birth is okay. So, um, so I'll start us off with like a little bit of background. So last month, like middle of last month, uh, it came out v- via in two places. It came out via the press and, and the Times Union, as well as it became sort of talk around the community um, from starting from the workers who were pulled into like a special meeting over mm-hmm. at Burdett that were told that they would just be like shuttering operations completely. And this is a facility that is so first and foremost, the only birthing um, met, like medical birthing facility in Rensselaer County, which is about 160,000 people. Jesus. They do, they do about a thousand births, give or take a year. So that's not insignificant. And so they've decided because of, you know, they're, of course, they're blaming COVID. And then and then because of COVID, they're blaming staffing. Um, currently, they're overstaffed. So um, as so personally, uh, I, I gave birth to my son, Ben, about four and a half months ago. And when I was there, and it isn't always like this, but when I was there, there was just two, I think, two other folks who were delivering that were there on the floor at that time. And we had round-the-clock nurses and support that whole time. So the idea, as well as dietary and an OB that was on actively during that time because I needed um, I needed an OB for my birth, Um we're all there. So this like this just like so uh, this is anecdotal, Sound, right? This is just my experience. But sounds like, like overstaffing to me. Yeah, it was yeah. absolutely overstaffed. Yeah. And when I was able to um uh when I was able to get up after birth, which happened shortly after because I had uh, a low intervention birth, which is what they are known for doing, which in the industry is a good thing. Um I took a little walk around and there were several nurses in the nursing station just like filing their paperwork and doing their thing and I'm just like nobody's running around here like a chicken Hair with on their fire, head cut. Yeah. yeah, no. I.e. And- I. it's like a 
hospitable environment. It's functioning for well. Yeah. <laughs> As someone, and most people feel like this, having endured like the American medical system, is like most folks don't want to be hanging out in these environments, right? They're not. They're not the most welcoming. They're often overstressed. This doing the most, I would argue, like the most vulnerable thing I will have ever done in my life, um, probably by giving birth, like this couldn't have been a more comfortable, supportive and professional environment. And and like from from the beginning to the end. Well, it's got to go. Yeah. yeah, and so it's got to go. It's we've been told it's 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 got to go. And really what's happening, right, is that it is not because of COVID, it is obviously not because of staffing. And this is coming from staff by the way, like those who will be unnamed, um because they have a, you know, they have to sign they've they've had to sign like some sort of non-disclosure as part of their contract not to say anything, but like somebody's um have told have told, you know, me and others uh that yeah, it's definitely not staffing. It has nothing to do with staffing. Um, and but what it does have to do with is the fact that labor and delivery is often a you know a costly service that happens at medical facilities. And they and they and they feel and by they I mean St. Peter's Health Partners feels like the payout's not good enough, and the payout isn't good enough to them for a variety of reasons. One of which is the fact that over fifty percent of the folks who come through Burdett are on Medicaid. Okay. And so what's bullshit about that is that the um it you know they just passed I forget how much more they're get, the the state is going to be giving out in Medicaid but it's like something like 7% 78% or something which isn't insignificant. And so money is on the way. It's coming. It's you know they're getting these reimb- the reimbursement rates have gone up. And in fact at Burdett because it's lower intervention often and they have one of the lowest cesarean rates um probably in the nation, honestly, but I don't, I didn't bring the stats with me, but they're quite low. Um, in so far as they've received like accolades and press coverage for how low their rates are. Oh, like an they're award really, winning yeah, birthing center. hundred percent following best practices, the whole nine yards. When you do that in a medical system, um, when you don't, you, when you don't need, um, surgery, you know, you don't need a cesarean, cesarean, it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. And so they are saving the hospital money, but, Really, the hospital's not seeing it that way. They're seeing it as we need to drive up what we what can we can bill to yeah. insurance, and so they want more cesareans, which is why they would prefer to push the midwives out, have traditional OBs come in, who maybe would likely drive up, help drive up those rates. It's like really kind of sick. Dude, so that's okay. what it looks like. So we can. I was because some people don't really know much about like giving birth. Cesareans are not like easy on your body that's it's a very uh a high intervention traumatic way to give birth i think a lot of people think like oh it's just kind of like getting your appendix out it is not they are cutting into your entire abdomen emergency surgery it's emergency surgery yeah Yeah, well there was like this you know especially with a lot of rich women like scheduling their births and Uh like scheduling to go in for a c-section but it is not (laughs) it is not a desirable way to end a birth so uh, back up for a second here right so like um uh, Samaritan Hospital, where, which Burdett Birthing Center is in, was re- was bought like what, like 2020, 2020, They merged. They merged with St. Peter's Health Partners, correct? Which is, because Burdett was struggling financially, yeah. and they got them all together and told them that like this was this was the way forward. This will be this historic investment by combining our services, and we will ensure that even despite us being a Catholic institute medical institution, that we would um, we would we would hold this physical space historic for you investment. to. Yes, it's, yeah. it was called numerous times 
including in the press, an historic investment in Troy yeah. um, that is now leaving Troy and uh, it, leaving the county. Yeah, and this is part of like a larger consolidation of yeah. medical services in the area by St. Peter's, right? So, like, they're also buying Ellis Hospital in Schenectady County, yep. and I don't. Uh, I, I think if anyone lives in this area, they've probably noticed that like different there's all these different buildings that now have like the samaritan name or sorry the saint peter's name on it yep that used to be like some like independent center and you just like see them all like getting bought into like one system he's like i remember like Brittany and i's uh a general practitioner is in the is in a you know shopping plaza right you go there and then like for a while you know like if you need blood work they had like a phlebotomist there Yep. And then, like, the last time I went there, they are like, oh, you have to, like... You have to go through LabCorp. Y- it was like, here's a prescription. Go to, like, this third place to go get your blood draw, and then you come back here. It's like, it, it sucks. Like, it's... Yeah. The third place? Fair yeah, enough. I mean, when <laughs> oh, you have to pay for that other visit, too. Yeah. Because you only get your initial checkup as part of your, um, your copay coverage, so yeah. you have to pay for that second visit to get your blood work analyzed. Yeah, no, it was pretty insane. When I had to go get tested... Uh, for lead, you know, you had un- like this just feels so insane that we're now dealing with a hospital closure after just coming off of like this lead pipe issue, which we know is obviously impacting a- a- thousands of people across the city um, and their children, um, who many of whom I'm sure were birthed at Burdett. Um, it- it- I had to go to LabCorp. I think I had to go to like uh, uh, Walgreens yeah. to yeah. to give blood, which is like such an insane thing that definitely feels like historic investment and that's out of the main hospital yeah like they have an actual lab there that does blood work but not for everything right no only so for like not if you're for, going into surgery or something yeah yeah and this was a heavy metals one which is also common it's not not common and they were like no you have to go off site somewhere else and it's going to take like 12 days yeah and like 10 years ago there were like three hospitals around here mm-hmm. like, like leonard and yeah 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 like there's like so many that have just been was like taken apart and and it's not like we lost that many people in that same time frame right you know yeah. like that's not it's not just like it, it, like immediate like you know ton of people thousands of people leaving this county if, in fact if anything we might have increased the amount of people in this county yeah, possibly New York city yeah right yeah yeah, can, yeah. and like we're not getting, they're not getting New York City level care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what's annoying here, uh, there's so many things, but like, you know, what's especially egregious to me is like, right, you know, so this is clearly not what I think many of us said what it looked like to, to take the Catholic out of our healthcare was to just remove the only healthcare that we have. Um, but, you know, I, I think what's made it really troubling is. That this is, you know, they act like a nonprofit, right? They are non-for-profit, essentially. Like, they they don't pay taxes. So we don't see any of that money turn around as any type of investment, even outside of the hospital institution. So they're paying nothing to be here. They're, they are sucking off the teat of Medicaid as long as, the, as long as they can. They feel like they've gotten their fill, and now they just want to pack up and go. And that, again, is leaving all of these folks without services. And by these folks, of course, I'm talking about the working class, like the poor that are in our city, who, you know, when we talk about just transportation, like, imagine, imagine, you know. Like, wait, 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 what do you mean by that? 
just transportation as like, like exclusively as, no, 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 as an example as one okay, example of like how bad this can be right how bad this is gonna get is now you have so you have so many folks within our county who don't have the transportation and so when or they have limited transportation and maybe so, they don't have a car or to yeah, yeah and say say you're just gonna get a ride right and maybe they can get you to burdette because that's 15 minutes well actually now you have to go all the way out to schenectady and that's Shit. if they have a bed for you Shit. um or if you go to st peter's in albany that's if they have a bed for you yeah, or albany take- med and these are all institutions outside of uh st peter's health partners in albany that are all saying we don't have room we don't we, i don't we know can't what take on three yeah, thousand and, and extra births exactly and the er doctors who are saying like uh because in the statement repeated statements that st peter's health partners has made about what this transitional plan will look like is that the er's are fully equipped to handle um birthing birthing mothers oh sure they are and, yeah and they have the all ER said no and, like, we, i can I can tell you the the waiting no. times totally conducive to labor. Uh, totally, absolutely. A- after yeah. driving half an hour from oh. like Sand Lake to the, yeah. the oh, yeah. ER, yeah, then you wait another half hour. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, I mean, we've got folks here in Troy who live on a bus line, but what if you're in Skodak? You know, like it doesn't. Also, you're in labor. It's insane. You're expected yeah. to get on a bus when you're in labor. Come on. Yeah, like, well, and now with the Medicaid cab system too, like they, there's very few. Uh, they have issues with with folks staying on that job because I can't imagine how terrible that job is and how poorly paid that one is. Um, that they, I was told that it's anywhere between three and six hours to get a Medicab in or out of of the of St. Peter's. Right. So given like so the, if you need one, you it takes hours to get one. So given like the critical value to, you know, say a state that social reproduction has, like literally the capacity for the state to continue to exist, you'd think that there'd be like, I don't know, people who have their hands on some, I don't know, maybe national or state level uh, purse strings that could incentivize a private religious hospital <laughs> to not move or, I don't know, take it over like or 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 to address like the papist elephant in the room sorry catholics (laughs) want to get rid of a birthing center like what's go what yeah Yeah. is it it because we're not birthing catholics like if they are they like looking they're like oh no we're like uh, they're, they're, they're comparing birthing to like like confirmations and realizing and like, these are the people who like, sold indulgences it's yeah, all about right? the benjamins yeah, yeah and they're yeah. doing this everywhere like it's happening in holyoke right now too um in massachusetts and it's happening in a couple other places but like uh holyoke is my understanding is like pretty catholic so um it's got, it's got right in the name there. yeah right so <laughs> so they're doing this they're doing this in other places and it's happening out of like trinity healthcare system and trinity is from michigan and um yeah they've just sort of been like buying up these hospitals and sort of promising, you know, making these big promises and then shuttering operations years later once th- once they've gotten what they needed. Man. And and I know that they that was it like south of here in Columbia County, they did this exact same thing also, right? And you were telling me earlier Ashley about like like this cascading effect that happens when you close a birthing center because like as we were as you were just saying, right? Like they're like, "Oh, you just go to the the emergency room yeah or something right um but like what so then what what does that do for like you know when i you know like when like i saw my leg off or something right you know like the the increased 
talk through like the, the like the, the the increased pressure on every other service yeah that you have he's like you know like maybe you know i'm sure we have some listeners that are you know probably are like well you know the planet's dying so like you know maybe we just shouldn't be having you know turning down the facilities for having more humans might be a good thing right so like what but like what what does that mean for like the the humans that that still exist here right right well there yeah. well people are always going to get yeah, worse, uh, yeah. so that's an yeah, insane yeah. argument but 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 i know what you're saying yeah. um i so i think like a good example of it is here in troy proper like we have more than what a dozen vacancies for ambulatory and firefighters in the city and so like not part of this plan is working through the fact that say you know we were just talking about transportation all right well an ambulance then has to come and get you Mm -hmm. when what ambulance is going to come get you some of them sit in that parking lot there offline like trying to get folks into like like basically trying to um uh what am i trying to say transfer them yeah like transfer them and like transfer them from one professional to another get so them that a they bed, can, basically. yeah there's yeah. like a term for it and i can't it's remember like the ambulance like drives up to the hospital and they're like here's a person and like and okay I, yeah yeah like ready to take them and they're like we're not ready just stay in the parking lot <laughs> keep like you know paddling them right, right. like, i i got an idea an app <laughs> yeah okay we, we do you we, say that i have somebody get elon on it yeah. yeah we do the bit from um tom green's show uh with uh undercutters pizza uh, <laughs> undercutters <laughs> obgyn yeah and it, you know he's just like just sort of shows up and like tries to like give do a birth yeah just yeah. Like, running you know, up to you with a speculum birth, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah cheaper birth yeah uh <laughs> You guys are focusing on, yeah, it's cheaper, it's lower quality. What yeah. about but, the innovation? But think about the entrepreneurial element of all these like people part-time giving births, you know, like right. that's additional money into their, their pockets. Like, you can work whenever you want or yeah, whenever like, you're called. Yeah, that's insane. Or, or maybe sure. like... like like the Domino's pizza tracker, mm-hmm. but but for like emergency surgery, right. right? You know, like medical intervention. You're just like, why leave home? We need an yeah. Uber for. We'll call it Ob Ob Uber. So we're joking. We're joking about this, but um, I was told that because of the Medicab and because of the ambulatory issue, um, that St. Peter's is using Uber there as a is. service to get folks out because no it's it's guys. not a good look out no in front when a bunch of folks who right. need Medicabs are standing out there waiting, and so they got to get these bodies out no of there. Fucking I'm way. not. Kidding. So you got you got people who are paying like 35 percent of their uh, Uber revenue in tax as like an independent contractor that are coming off of their second job they're showing up and they're gonna be dealing with like now what like 10 times as much laboring mothers like like what the fuck yeah yeah good luck getting the afterbirth out of your toyota camry like what, <laughs> like Christ. what the fuck like that's, yeah. su- that's such a stupid idea like it's like I, it's it's crazy that, like people can like with a straight face like come out to a microphone and just like say like the years are planned like, yeah, <laughs> and so well, the other insidious part of this is that they submitted their application to. So it's not a full closure because really how they're what they're saying because the hospital for now will stay, but they it's, just built a whole new wing onto it. That's right? Yeah. yeah. So the hospital for now is supposed to stay. Um, I'm of the opinion that they're going to just shutter. I mean, they're they're going to do this across the board and then just keep sort of shutting them down. I yeah. think that's what the plan is. Um, have them die these like slow death. But uh, in their application, um, 
for like relocation of beds is kind of what they're calling this, which is like what beds, what bed, what, where will those beds be? It can't just like Albany med just doesn't have more beds. They don't just have more staff. They don't just have more of this, whatever. Um, and I doubt any of these folks were consulted, but in the place that we're getting rid of services. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but they, they dodged by two days, um, this equity health assessment that the state put out, um, that would obviously make them would scrutinize their plan more because you would look at all of the health inequities that are clearly happening here by shutting this down. And so some good news, a a tiny wildflower is that, uh, that we've got folks like Assemblyman McDonald who have like stepped in super pissed off, pulled folks into a meeting. And now they act with DOH, um, who they submit their application to. This is who will say yes or no to this thing. Um, who are now forcing them to comply and do the health equity assessment. So that's something. So that's okay. like, so, so that's, this isn't a done deal necessarily. It's not a done deal. Um, it's not a done deal. And something, and what's good about this is that it is the most, it's certainly the most bipartisan effort of organizing I've ever done in, in, in all of my years of, of doing stuff that everyone from, you know, Steve McLaughlin to assembly member McDonald are like on side with this. Like this is there, there's nobody that I have heard outside of the hospital supportive of it closing. Yeah. It seems like a widespread disaster waiting to happen. I don't will affect pretty much everybody. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't, I had to have a hard time coming up with the argument to do it. You know, like, do like, well, <laughs> I, I can come up with it. Okay. Go for These it. are private. This is a private organization, a private hospital that has a right to profit just as much as anybody else. And this is the government's fault for making Medicaid so easy to get on. So you have a bunch of, of, um, you know, scammers coming into these hospitals on Medicaid and the hospital is not getting paid enough through that, through that government program. So what else are they supposed to do? Yeah. They don't have an option. They have to close this down because they have to make money. Yeah. And an alter- That's an easy peasy argument that I can see anybody to the, to the right of like Sue Steele making. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad that people aren't making it, yeah. but it is certainly a talking point that I would not be at all surprised by from a Republican. Make yeah. it a Joe Brandt's fault. Well, you well know, and Steve McLaughlin knows where his bread's buttered. And, you know, he like, you know, he will always tout how much he represents the working class of our county. And so I think he 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 knows better, at least on this. Yeah. And it is it is it is truly just from the many, many conversations that uh, we've had internally organizing in the two uh, speak out events that we've had. Um, and y- yeah, is is about how deeply unpopular popular this is. So. And also, you know, it's the government's fault that we have private for-profit healthcare. And so, you know, really take it up with uh, Uncle Sam. Sure. They, they're the ones not doing state medicine that could just... Eliminate plan. the need for, yeah. Yeah, just plan. Just plan. Okay, here, here's an economy that you can absolutely plan around. Medicine. Yeah. yeah. That I is mean, something you, you can know exactly how much you're going to need. You're going to be able to look at the models. You're going to be able to produce the services. You're going to be able to deliver them. You don't need to, like worry about whether they're going to want the, 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 the pumpkin spice uh, birth. You know, like it, it's something you can fucking plan. You yeah, don't need you to worry about it. it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's funny because I I hadn't thought about it so personally. Uh, more it's just sort of in the, sort of in the aggregate, certainly during during like the, the Bernie our Bernie years. But like, if there is going to be a Medicare for all, it is like after the depletion, like of in the taking away of all these services. It's like we have to lose them all, I guess. Apparently, yeah. before because yeah. the rate of profit goes down, it. but yeah. the profiteers and the capitalists demand continue 
continues flat. And that means that it guts itself. And you're seeing this with uh, airplanes going down everywhere, trains derailing like crazy. Like, you know, they're literally rocking it till the wheels come off. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's pretty rough. You said that it's it's not a done deal. So, like, what are people doing to uh, uh, get to save the Burdette birthing stuff? And what can listeners do? Yeah, yeah. So, this is actually I would usually never say this, but this is actually taking a very traditional route. Um, and and it's just this way because of all of the bureaucracy involved in 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 what it takes to actually shut it down, which is that DOH, like I said, gives like the the green light or the or the or the red light um, <laughs> on this on this. So what we're doing right now is putting lots of pressure on uh, all of our elected officials who actually, like I said, are on side with this and and who can pull DOH in a room and who can pull St. Peter's Health Partner in a room, and that has already started to happen. So um, and and what we so in terms of what you can do currently, what we have is a really great list, and I sent it to you guys, so hopefully we can put that in the show notes, yep. um, of all of the folks, actual people, so we're pissing off people at DOH by flooding their inboxes, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. not just, like, the DOH at ny.gov, no, 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 people, like, the commissioner, who, by the way, which we love to see, the commissioner of health is uh, Assemblyman McDonald's brother. Okay, great. Incredible. So great. that's cool. So we do, it's, in fact, it's, it's love Catholic. to see that. It's, it's Catholics all the way down. So yeah. if, if you, we wanted to, like, pin this on a individual personality and do, like, the Michael Jordan meme, like, fuck them kids, like, who would it be? Would it be this the Assembly McDonald's brother? Yeah, I mean, he's the commissioner, so that, that certainly helps with regards to DOH. And then sort of ensuring that... I, I don't know if this will end up going to the governor, but it very well could. So the more of these folks that we have on side, the more the more uh, noise that's being made will will absolutely get her attention. And I think by combining like David, you had mentioned earlier about the uh, the collapse of Bellevue to become St. Peter's Health Partner Project, which there's a bunch of organizing against that happening in Schenectady now by combining all of these folks together throughout these counties, I think will actually really help. Um, so, so yeah, writing to them, um, we have had a few speak outs, um, that have been, that have been great, um, with folks who have either birthed at Burdette, who are birth workers doing the work and have worked with, cause th- these folks can actually speak out. So the folks from the doula network and the folks from BirthNet, these are folks who have, uh, permissions to go into Burdette and help folks give birth. And so they're not employed by St. Peter, so they can come out here and say whatever they want, which is which honestly is a blessing because these are folks who have the firsthand experience in inside of Burdette to see how great, um, to see what a wonderful facility it is, how it runs. Um, you know, to give some context to that, like a lot of these folks don't have permissions to go into some of the other hospitals. Like not all of them can get credentials to go into Albany Med. And so That's the crazy. fact that the fact that, yeah, and the midwives, as, as far as I know, um, don't have the credentials to go to Albany Med. That's so crazy. Um, so that right there uh, eliminates some of the possibilities of how you should be able to choose the type of birth that you want to have. If you want to have a doula or midwife or, and or combination on site. And so, um, yeah, so they've been doing a great job speaking out against this. And if you follow the doula network of the capital region and BirthNet, um, these are two organizations who have really been um, leading the way on a lot of this organizing along with 
the rest of us uh, labor folks and and everybody else. Well, fuck yeah! A big shout out to the duels and the midwives in the Hell capital yeah. region. Like I know a lot of them, and just really the best people I know. Just like awesome, awesome people. Like really, just trying to help out, you know, fellow people and amazing work. Yeah, for sure. So we'll have all that in the show notes. Um, like with a form letter, maybe something. Just a couple yeah, of form letters. Yeah, yeah, there's samples in there, so you don't need to reinvent awesome. anything. Um, but just getting really what this is about is volume. Yeah, just annoying them. And also, if you didn't uh, give leave us a voicemail and you forgot our birthday gift, this is the time to make up. Make for it that. up to us because this 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 we would want even more than a good voicemail. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the happy meal. We want we want the birthing center. Yeah, we we know our listeners can be annoying. So you have to leverage that. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta stick to the correct people. Right? No, our listeners no, aren't annoying. Yeah, yeah no, no, they're wonderful. They're really Unless wonderful. they want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just, can do anything. And yeah, I would just say the, the last thing, right, is that, like, you had had the question about, like, how this affects everything else. And, like, it, it just does. This is going to be a, str- a huge stress on the system. And so if you're thinking to yourself, I don't have kids, I'm not planning to have kids, like whatever, this still affects you. Oh, yeah. It's coming. And, and they're, yeah, they're, when you they're, need a hospital, right? Yep, they're shuttering. Um, I didn't mention this, but mental health services um, there, as well as like a pediatric dental clinic, like, which again, high Medicaid, weird that they'd be shutting that down. Um, and so it's happening everywhere. And so, yeah. And they're replacing it with? Oh, it's my understanding that we will be replacing these things with uh telehealth Ooh, yeah that cla- that that cl- those classic uh health service yeah. works so well you but- know you know what i do have to do though real quick just you know because telehealth got brought up uh telehealth is pretty great for getting uh like a prescription for something without having to like go and and uh, like on the weekends and stuff like that it, I, had, I think i had like a 70 dollars copay which sucked but i really really needed um uh what do you call it um, antibiotics antibiotics because I, I had a tick bite and like it was the only way i could do it and but so, the problem is you go in you go on yeah go on for something that maybe doesn't need antibiotics yeah. and guess what you get antibiotics, antibiotics yeah. which just happened to a friend of ours like yeah, had so, a viral infection and was given antibiotics which cannot treat a viral infection true so, uh, and i guess done, all yeah. i really want is if you antibiotics want antibiotics over the counter <laughs> yeah yeah was, right. well yeah. that wouldn't be a nightmare for creating superbugs at all no. no then we wouldn't have to worry about us becoming immune to antibiotics yeah maybe we'd you know just like you can trust me look at the cut of my jib just give me give me that doxy well, we've become, we become so accustomed to the fact that like our medical system is so fucked up that we're like looking for these things to make the process yeah. easier and it's not making it easier it's it's making us sicker yeah, yeah. wildflower yeah oh yeah please do it all right and boy am i hungry i'm hungry for some packaging <laughs> <laughs> Um, this comes to us from the Jerusalem Post. Chinese scientists create edible food packaging to replace plastic. Oh, fuck yeah. Now, the purpose of it being edible is not for you, Chris, believe it or not. It's for things like sea life, wildlife, so that if they accidentally consume this packaging, it will not kill them. Oh. Okay. Well, sea life gets It's not about stuff. tasting good or like, you know, having a snack on snack or anything like that. Hey, I'm just one of those people that's like, waste not, want not, you know? Sure. If, if it sure. says edible, I'm going to give it He's a try. He's eating it. He's oh, eating how it. much harder, though, could it have been to make it 
delicious. <laughs> right. Like if I if I buy a bag of hot Cheetos, why can't it also taste like hot Cheetos? You know, Ooh, I could just all the way around point. hot Cheetos. Ooh. No, hot Cheetos on the inside, Takis on the outside. There oh, go. there you yeah. go. Or, or, or now like, we're cooking with Or, or like complimenting flavors where like, you know, like, yeah, it's like really spicy can like thing but the container is like a cool ranch yeah. something like kind of like <laughs> clear this, the palate this could pair well with the recent legalization of weed in new york state if, oh, if we okay. wanted it bad enough the market oh. could respond Yo, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta say as far as packaging goes for like legal weed glass like pre-roll containers what a fucking stupid idea because like Basically, I'm finding them all over the fucking sidewalk, like yeah. smashed to bits. Yeah. And oh. like, yeah, that's exactly what's going to fucking happen. When it's better than plastic, I think. I sure, My point is, it's fucking pre-rolled. Like, it, it doesn't need a fucking container. And if it does need a container, give it like, I don't know. like a paper bag. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like shrink racket, wrapping a banana. Well, if you <laughs> want it to stay fresh, you need something that's airtight. All right. Well, how about that edible plastic? That way, you know, when yeah. you're really stoned, you're like, cardboard it starts plastic. looking more and more appealing. You're like, right? Does oh, that keep it this fresh? try. It's probably also like I mean, you required want it, that it's like in a child. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. And like you want it in a container with as little air around it as possible. So if you have a tiny glass container already at home, then... Absolutely. So this so this substance is made out of bacterial cellulose, which is basically they took a bunch of bacteria that they thought was uh, pretty cool, and they put it with some plant cells, and it has like a high level of. Like um, the- so it's like very, it's like highly pliable and has like um, and has like a lot of tensile strength. So it's like those clear like joint papers. I think it's going to be not unlike those. Those are cellulose. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll this probably one's like be. like grown in like a big vat. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, they're looking at other applications for this. Anything that, uh, like, possibly a thermosetting glue. Um, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's good for the turtles. It can dissolve in uh, two to three months. So it could be a problem for shelf-stable packaging. But honestly, like, you know, we should just slow down the supply lines anyway. It's not a big deal if you can't get your Takis one month. (laughs) Just relax. Everybody relax. Or, or like, I don't know. It's not like everything is supposed to be, like, just in time now. So, like, two to three months is much longer than just in time that's true right that's like true. i don't understand that i keep hearing about all this just in time stuff but then like the packaging has to last for like a thousand years like oh, yeah that doesn't make any sense that's to me. a good point aren't yeah. we just making just enough right it's called bc by the way i forgot to say that for oh. bacterial cellulose hell yeah not a very original name no well i'm into it very into it we'll come up with a brand name yeah, precision right. fermentation once again delivers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be cool to see it. I always forget until I go to a place like Trader Joe's. Like every single piece of produce, just about is in plastic. In plastic, yeah. It's like so ridiculous that I'm like the people at yeah. the grocery store always get really pissed off at me because I don't put my food in plastic. Yeah. I had one. I had oh. one lady really yell at me about it. Once. Oh, really? Yeah, because because it got her belt all dirty. Well, yeah. Mm. It was like with the onion paper. It was with the onion paper. Yeah. yeah, she got really mad at me. That should just just give it a little in your mouth. Yeah, I think she overreacted a little yeah, bit. Yeah, onion paper goes I just, away. I, I just apologize profusely. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my go-to when I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, she's working at fucking Price Shopper, dude. It's yeah, great. This is at ShopRite, actually, but yeah. Oh, well, Union, union but... You know, so yeah. yeah, she's allowed to talk back. Yeah, but can you... But can you yeah, she is allowed to talk back, but can, can you imagine... I appreciate that. 
Yeah. No. Being no. A, oh my god. How many? How many? Just awful people have come through line. Live in East Greenbush. Have oh, horrible Ooh, opinions yeah. on just about everything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you could have been one of them, and she yeah. didn't know. So she was looking to get her. Just sick of everybody's shit. I don't blame yeah. her. No, I'll take it. I'll take the abuse. All right. So All shout right. out to China. Thanks for the BC. I'm looking forward to it. Um, replacing these glass blunt uh, cylinders uh, any any day now. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to the, the, the edible plastic, the next coronavirus. We want it all, folks. China's exports. <laughs> Their finest exports. Well, yes. Hello, Karma. It's time. <laughs> Thank like, you. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, bitches. Yep. And we will. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Wings. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, there are like one or two people who left us voicemails after we had recorded on July 2nd. And I'm so sorry that they they were not disincluded because they weren't great. They were disincluded because we had a really full show today and because they were left after we recorded. So I'm very sorry about that. But thank you. Thank you so much. We're very grateful to yeah. all of you. And we'll pick them back up. You know, we're always we're always scraping for content. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> And um, I think that's about it, right? In the meantime, yeah. you can find us on Twitter. Ironweedspod. And on Instagram. Ironweedspod. And you can shoot us an email, why don't you, at ironweedspod. At gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye.